0: What? Did you think you were getting a TED Talk here? Welcome to Common Threads. This is an interview series with the Highland Park High School class of 1995. I want to check this email. This is, uh, let's see if she got it. Okay, here's the link. She got it! She got it! (laughs) Well, it just puts a smile on my face when I think about when I got that email today from Rev Call and had the ability to to click on a link, and the second half of the interview was right there. I can't tell you how funny this is. I think it's just pure audio gold. So enjoy.
1: I know if you wanted to, we got hung up talking about scrotums popping out. Oh, yes. <laughs> okay. but, uh, anyway, I, I'm, I'm now in outdoor advertising, ended up, uh, while I was at the polo shop, hooked up with… Okay. Um, Scott Reynolds, once again, who uh, some of our listeners might remember Scott uh, as part of uh, the Young Life crew of volunteer leaders when we were in high school that I got really involved with and, and you know, got to know uh, Scott uh, through ski trips and, and, you know, just doing really cool Young Life stuff. And, and Scott was had grown up in the uh, billboard business and um, came to me when I was at the polo shop and said, hey, I'm thinking about starting an you know, outdoor advertising company. And,
0: is that you and you and Justin like did a like a uh Callaway commercial. Yes, right? we did.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for the Big
0: Bertha and he ended up playing. Yeah. yeah, he did a uh
1: we did a a you know kind of that was just at the time it was like a crowdsourced commercial contest.
0: Yeah, um, do you guys have that um on video? Yeah, like, Spence has got it for sure, but it was Okay, it was I'm going to get it for, I'm going to get it from Spence and I'm gonna post that on YouTube. I think that'd be a good link it, for it. It
1: was awesome, but Dispense also helped Scott and I when we first started. We wanted to shake things up in, in terms of how we presented ourselves and um, in our in our company. And we started built with our um, we introduced street kiosks uh, to downtown Dallas in 2003. Okay, and, uh, it was a European standardized European format. Yeah. Uh, all over Europe all over Europe, pedestrian, uh, the, you know, they're on the streets. Do you campers. have,
0: uh, do you have the, the, like the restrooms inside? Uh, no,
1: the, the we were actually kind of limited in terms of uh, the design of the structures that we could go with and, and, City ordinance didn't allow us to present, yeah. you know, design something as elaborate as that where they had newsstands and bathrooms as a part of these advertising kiosks on the street corners like you see in Paris, Madrid, and
0: in London. Well, dude, San Francisco was a world. In San Francisco. You, you would have all these guys just, I mean, they, bombs would just be peeing all over those things. And they just, yeah. It, I mean, it was. It's good bum, that you don't have the restrooms bu, on it. Bu, bum urine is,
1: is not a good thing. Oh, so God. God. It, and typically those companies will present those as as solutions to cities to, to win municipal contracts. But I
0: am um, always fascinated by those those solutions. Just Yeah. Like, are, you are you tired give, of bum urine? Listen.
1: <laughs>
0: Just kiosk it.
1: No, so that was how we got started in uh, 2000. And I uh, hooked up with Scott. Scott's like, look, I don't know how. I'm going to pay you, but um, we'll figure it out at some point. And uh, when yeah. I was able to, I left Ralph Lauren and um, kind of just said, all right, let's go see where the Lord's taking me. And I uh, have faith that, you know, if this this doesn't work out, I can come back and get more scrotums in the face. Yeah, um,
0: yeah. You've always got if, that, that. What is that, option? Is that option C or D?
1: That was p- plan. Uh, yeah, that was option um, S. Okay, Option okay. Scrotum. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Plan yeah, B. No, but, yeah, but it, it was one of these deals where, you know, Scott had been a mentor to me in my high school years. And I thought, at the very least, I'm going to partner up with somebody who I really just respect how he, he, he was a young dad. And, uh, I just really admired the way he lived his life and thought, gosh, what's the worst that can happen working, working with him? Yeah. And that was, well, it's, uh,
0: here so we are. What, what are what are you guys are you guys doing anything else besides kiosks?
1: Yeah, so we built up that company. We actually sold it. We we grew that business significantly over the course of um, you know almost 15 years. <clears throat> we we started with kiosks in downtown. We expanded into lifestyle districts, which were just starting to become a thing. With
0: you know the West Village. When the, oh yeah yeah okay so the outdoor. <laughs>
1: Yeah, outdoor lifestyle properties where you've got retail in the bottom and residential and um these this mixed-use concept of of real estate development was just starting to um kind of be born and turn into a thing and our form of uh advertising uh paired really well with with those types of projects. So did Pedestrian you guys work coordinate. on the
0: West Village? Were you doing We that? did.
1: Yeah, and, and thankfully, you know, one of the partners henry miller had uh, at the time had um, uh, he spent a lot of time of of the year in paris so he, he was really familiar with the concept that we were proposing and we thought hey why don't we start with a handful of these here see if you guys like it and um it was very successful they you know they said hey let's add some more and then we we evolved into large format wallscapes on the side of buildings, big ads that you see downtown and in the yeah. village. And uh, then we created uh, the country's first downtown digital network, a large format digital network to uh, target the core of a, a major U.S. market.
0: What's a digital Dallas. network? What is that?
1: So we created uh, 18 large format displays that are uh, about uh, 10 feet tall and. Uh, six wide. Okay. Uh, and these were, uh, and they were affixed to buildings and downtown and they overhang the, um, uh, the right of way overhang the sidewalks. So they elevated off the ground. Yeah. But it's, it's just a, a digital sign that's, um, uh, you know, nothing like it. The only digital advertising so in being, Dallas.
0: So what's feeding that? Like the advertisement.
1: So, yeah. So, uh, it's, it's, plugged into a network it's a, it's a cloud-based software system that um, you know you, there is a <clears throat> there's a software application that you use and, and what we would do is we would sell advertising on on the network and you know one advertiser would own it for a period of time and that flips it's much like what we see today on on you know digital billboards that you see on the uh, on the side of the road but these were vertical and these were in downtown where you've got very slow vehicular traffic and you have yeah. high pedestrian density. And In downtown at the time, in our first one, first phase of our network we put in in 2008, uh, downtown was just starting to see this this kind of renaissance and this rediscovery, of, particularly of, of younger Gen Xers wanting to be um, kind of living downtown again. Uh, Dude,
0: I I, it's it. I mean, it's hopping down there. They've got um, so Goldman Sachs. I think Goldman's going to move their headquarters there. They've got a regional. They've got a regional spot there. I think um, you know more more companies out of New York City with COVID are yeah. just they want to get out, and they're going to be heading down to Dallas.
1: Well, uh, it, it's incredible to see the transformation that downtown has had in particular not to mention all these outer lying, um parts of of the city that have been transformed but um it, it was our timing was good we were there kind of right at the beginning and uh over the course of you know almost 15 years we built that network out so we had three standardized formats of of advertising that we we sold to you know your a plus advertisers um and that was our street level kiosks, uh, our large format walls, and then our digitals. And um we expanded into Houston as well uh in about two thousand eight. And in 2016, we um we sold that business uh to a competitor and uh, and we, you know, kind of had our our eyes set on starting back up. We had carved out a, a part of our our business to start back up at the Dallas Farmers Market. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, the market had just recently been acquired by a private developer and had uh, uh, just this incredible plan to redevelop it and bring density bring density there it it had been run by the city for years it turned out it was just totally um, fraudulent in terms of it was a racket it was it was unbelievable so the private developer had to kick everyone out because they were they weren't true farmers uh the vendors were buying stuff down the street and, and posing as vendors the farmers
0: market is such a good i mean, it's such just a, it, it's a i hate saying this a concept it's not a concept I mean, it was just always the farmers market well but yeah it, people it now like they they think oh it's a farmer it, you know it's it's farm to table and it's just not something that um i don't know i just you know we grew up as you know that was the farmers market but it's, now it's, it's an actual lifestyle. It feels like an almost a lifestyle.
1: Well, and it's, As, it's it's now, it's its its own neighborhood. I mean, it is yeah. 70, 70% of the downtown residents that
0: live in downtown Dallas all live,
1: live within a half-mile radius of the farmer's market. And that's because that's where all the new housing is. You know, if you get into the core CBD, yes, you've got some residential towers, but those are like the Wilson building. My brother and his wife lived there for a period of time. Those are all retrofitted uh, office buildings that they turned into residential, which are, are just not laid out for ideal residential living. The rooms are quirky. They're cramped. They, you know, the amenities are, are really limited, but you get over to the farmer's market and it's all new housing. You've got yeah, all A plus. It's awesome
0: down there. Yeah. It's, it's,
1: and not only that, it's, it's incredibly walkable. And it's all yeah, open it's, air. That,
0: and, that and, food and, hall has so many, Little restaurants that are just fun to. I mean, that's an entire Saturday or Sunday. It's,
1: it it really is. I mean, there's 31 restaurants and, and vendors in in the shed there, and you know what we're seeing is that that's become kind of the, the the new incubator for a lot of concepts, and they're, you know, those those are kind of the lifeblood of of the city in so many ways. Yeah,
0: and I don't know what's going to happen with you know all of this with COVID. I, well, I really I'll, don't. I'll
1: it's been really interesting, you know, our, what we've learned is since COVID, since March, circulation and pedestrian activity is up 37% of the farmer's market, whereas really? the, the downtown central business district is, is obviously, is still a ghost town. I think occupancy for the majority office occupancy is hovering in the low twenty percent right now compared to normal capacity. Especially with the larger employers that have got legal reasons with people still staying home and working Yeah. For them. the beauty of the farmers market is it's super walkable. You have it is it is, you know, it established itself very quickly as as an essential destination with instead of having to go to, especially in the early, early days of the pandemic, when most grocery stores were ransacked, sold out of, of you could, basic yeah. items, you could go there and get everything. You could just walk yeah. there. And, and, he, and if you're going to drive down there, there's tons of parking and, and you can get whatever you need. And on top of that, it is, you know, the DNA of the farmer's market is food, food and beverage. So even if you're not picking up fresh ingredients to cook at home, you have so many options for people. I mean, those overnight, all of those those restaurants just, just pivoted and became, you know, takeout machines.
0: And well, so, it's, I mean, it's interesting because, you know, that whole South Omar, um, just, you know, it's not too far away. Yeah. Um,
1: South you side go down there,
0: theater. yeah, yeah Southside, you go down there, and nobody really, I mean, the farmers, it's not that far away, but uh, do you remember Old City Park? Oh yeah. Dude, I mean there's some cool stuff going on around there. Yeah, you get out you explore the space and
1: it's it's incredible. And and so we have um been working on developing, you know, we created a a custom signage plan for the whole farmers market district. And that's, that's what we're great. working on now. We we created the first rooftop billboards in uh, in Dallas to be built. So how much does that run? Years. here? How much
0: does a rooftop if I want a rooftop billboard of me? How much would that cost? Just my picture. Uh,
1: well, I think um, probably like, like, could do it. if you just bought me some lunch. I could yeah. Do it for you, I could put your face. You, up you, there. You, you I put, can put your face. A... We we built some digitals. I can put you up there this afternoon <laughs> for like twenty minutes.
0: <laughs> Are you serious? I can do all that for my. Family. Holy yeah, shit! So like, I, honestly, I'm gonna send you. A, I've been I've been working on this concept with LinkedIn. Um, because digital. I, you know, I'm just trying to get, it's engagement. Everything's about engagement with sales right now. And so you got to have engaging content. So I I feel like when people look at a LinkedIn profile page, there's so much white space there that there's almost like your, your profile picture and the background of that is almost a chance to sell product and get people engaged in your product. So I thought I've been fucking photoshopping this picture of me for the past, I don't know, five hours. It's just ridiculous. Do you look good in it? Um. Well, I'm doing that whole Snap augmented reality. So the I mean, it's not. Well, it's just I. I'm. It's Photoshop, dude. Of course, I look amazing. You can Photoshop (laughs) anything, man. And so it's it's just one of these things where it's um, if you photos like if you if you get into all of these things with Adobe um. You just get sucked at, like, once you start getting. I mean, I took all YouTube classes on it, but once you get,
1: I'm, used, I'm blacking out, I'm, I'm glazing at Adobe. When you go, Adobe? Um, I just, <laughs> it's back to Excel. <laughs> uh,
0: but no, I mean, you just you Photoshop yourself and you just, you kind of like, ah, oh, yeah, I like that. I like that. Okay, I can do this. I can do this. This is really cool. And where I think it, you know, where it's interesting is that what I'm trying to do is digital engagement, just general sales. And then you're actually doing, you know, physical engagement. You're trying to get eyes. It's all about people's attention. And that's the hardest thing these days, man. People, uh, they don't have attention.
1: It's interesting. Um, You know, the, um, in terms of outdoor, outdoor advertising is not sexy, but it's simplicity is what makes it work. You know, you can't turn it off. It doesn't go
0: anywhere. Now, how do and, you guys get metrics on that? I mean, do people call you and ask? Yeah, hey, I, definitely you know, what, so, how many sales did I get out of that? I mean, is there a way to set up a a customer journey from that? Yeah, yeah, there
1: are uh, there are whole different there are firms that 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 do just that. You know, that uh, are auditing firms to help uh, basically prove out the ROI of of out of home. You know, outdoor. Certainly you know the the easy easy ways to do it are calls to action um yeah, but you know it's it's interesting Tom Thumb ran a they did a study this was you know like twenty five years ago they did a study they bought one billboard and <clears throat> they were promoting i can't remember what they were promoting at the store, but they had um they did a survey and um after after the campaign ran, and they asked people where they heard about this p- particular promotion and most people would say radio or television. <clears throat> and nobody said billboard. Nobody said billboard. But what was interesting is they only bought a billboard. They didn't run anything on TV. They didn't run anything.
0: Interesting. On
1: TV. So it's it's the uh, compounding subliminal effect of of out of home, which makes it so beautiful, uh, and so it's fascinating how that works. Um but there's it, a, I mean,
0: like it sounds like there's a whole psychology.
1: There is, uh, and, and you know, th- it's it's interesting now, obviously, with the rise of big data, having to prove everything, no matter what field you're uh, in.
0: And you the know, to conversion compete... analysis on, like a, 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 you know, Google Analytics is essentially given everybody some report to point to to say, well, I got this many clicks, this many impressions, and you look at it, and you're like this overkill i I just i mean did we sell anything that's all that matters is revenue did i make any revenue off of this yes or no Um, yeah it's
1: it's um you know so there's certainly the industry
0: has has its ways to
1: prove metrics um including facial recognition you know and in really dense dense markets they actually have cameras in some places where where they
0: can actually let me ask you this are we heading towards a minority report yeah oh no doubt yeah we are it's it probably
1: won't won't be super active in in our lifetime but our kids for sure you know it's it's um i mean just just think about all the screens that are have the capability to to see our faces right now It's, it's um yeah we're going that way for sure it scares me. So you got to watch that's yourself. Scary. So keep your clothes yeah. on.
0: Yeah, definitely. I am. I am. <laughs> that's why, that's why I'm trying to develop snap lenses. I'm like, okay, what are they seeing? What are they not seeing? Um, dude, I got to run. This has been awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much. You um, bet, man. Let's, let's,
1: let's make we'll be a, in touch.
0: we're going to uh, make this happen.
1: I want class 95 to, um, to re-engage. I, there's so many amazing people in in our class that I, I just wish I had gotten to know better. And um, I'm so fascinated by you know the people that you had mentioned that you're um, just going down the list and trying to uh, reconnect with people and see where the last 25 plus years um, how they've unfolded and, and you know what people are doing now. And life's short, so I, I just you know. Taking the opportunity to to re engage and learn and see how people are doing. Yeah. I'm Listen, I got
0: I got my yearbook open right now and there are some great about, pictures in there. How about how about the, just the yearbook
1: picture in general?
0: Just yeah. the idea of it. It's, yeah, uh, was, I'm all over it. I think it's I think it's the truest form. And we had of, to
1: take what they gave us.
0: Yeah. There was no re there <laughs> wasn't was no Photoshop. Our own
1: like we can on our phones now like this is a terrible angle let me hey let me put a filter on, on
0: that one yeah i had a, i had the worst haircut of a, i mean it was just uh, i dude that's a whole nother hour um let's uh let's uh let let's follow up i gotta i gotta edit this and then um i'll put it out there and let's stay strong thanks
1: all right, all right man. later man comment threads hashtag common right. threads love you Bye bye.
0: Hey, that was pretty good, wasn't it? If you want to help me cover the cost for the show, I'd really appreciate it. If you can go to my website, catfix.biz, that's C A T F I X dot B I Z, and donate just a few bucks. I just need to, this is taking a lot of time to produce, and the equipment's not that cheap. Hopefully, I have this all set up where you can just put in a credit card or Possibly Bitcoin if you really want to, Uh, but it's going to be through Stripe and it's just, it's on the catfix.biz. Click on common threads, then you'll see the donate button. Thanks guys.